Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twin Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And we are Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. All right, I'm Pastor Padrone, and I'm here with Paul and Dave today. Nick is away, but uh, in his esteemed chair, we have special guest Jim Price from Aroa Cigars with us. Hello, Jim. Jimbo. Hello. Hi. It's great. Now, before we get into things, uh, Kendra's here with our cigar pairing. Things are wicked busy up at the bar, so we're moving her up so she can tell us what it is we're going to be smoking. Mm -hmm. Then we'll tell what we're drinking with what we're smoking. All right, Kendra, go. Hey, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So on that note, I wanted to choose something that, um, you know, to, to pair along with it being the show right before Christmas. Tonight we have, from Shipyard, Straight to the Noggin. It is a... <laughs> Shipyard is famous for their flavored, flavored beers, Flavor. and I was hesitant about this one, but... Uh, you know, it's actually very crisp, and it has a nice drinkable flavor. So I think you'll enjoy this with the cigar, um, something that will play up on the spice. And, um, you know, it's an easy drinker, but super enjoyable. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. I know you're wicked busy up there, so I'm so glad you took the time to come down and say hello. Thank you, Potion Master. Good luck upstairs. All right. And with this... Uh, Eggnog beer. We are smoking something special from Aroa Cigars. What are we smoking, Jim? Tell us about it. We're this evening smoking the Aroa Hamastron. Hamastron. 50 by 5 Robusto. Mm -hmm. Robusto. Which the tobaccos come from the world famous Hamastron Valley in Honduras. Uh, Julio Aroa has been in operation there since the early 60s. Let him him talk, Dave. This is a... (laughs) Cigar celebrating his successes with the Corojo Tobacco, Authentic Seed, mm-hmm. uh, which was acquired from uh, Cuba in the 80s. So this cigar is uh, full-bodied, medium to full, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit more richer than the uh, typical Aroa cigar in the line. This is a new addition. There are actually two sizes. We have the Robusto here at a 50 by 5 and we also have uh, for TAA uh, stores, we have the 1118 size, which is the world famous. Yeah, tell us a little uh, bit about the 1118. Like a, a figurado, if you will. The mm-hmm. cigar starts out um, straight on, and then it gets fat in the middle, and then tapers towards the end. The 1118 is actually Christian's mom, Anya's birthday. Nice. Oh, so, so, that's it's an eight, so the 11 and 18 don't have anything to do with uh, some part of size or whatever. It's no. just something to do. More of the shape of the particular shape of the cigar, which right. I. I, I I attribute to the uh, to being in the Figurado family. So right, yeah, yeah. I've had the 1118 before. It's fantastic. Yeah, it you start off and you get a nice fatness in the middle of the mm. cigar, and then it tapers off to. Narrow. Am I remembering right? The 1118 is available in some other sizes, other lines. As yes, well? it is. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's available in the uh, CLE uh, core line. So mm-hmm. we have that in the Connecticut, the Corojo. And the Habano, we make an 1118. We yeah. also make an 1118 in the Asylum brand. Oh, as really? Well. Yeah. Oh, nice. I've not had. Th- I've had it in the Connecticut, and it's phenomenal. Mm. 
I love I love the CLE Connecticut. It's a fantastic, fantastic cigar. We're doing quite well with that cigar. Um, that has an interesting blend of Palo de Oro, mm-hmm. Nicaraguan, and Honduran tobaccos, uh, wrapped with an Ecuadorian-grown Connecticut shade. Now, this is Ooh. all Honduran. This is all Honduran tobacco, correct. Corojo tobacco, uh, higher priming, so there's mm-hmm. a bit of Lejero in there. Mm-hmm. That's giving it the strength that we're experiencing. What nice. uh, what are you guys picking up on the cigar? So right away, uh, when I first let it up and took the first few draws, the spice was just outstanding. Outstanding. It really was. I, I mean, I've had this cigar several times. Jimmy's been very fort- uh, very good to me to, uh, every once in a while, you know, bring in a cigar, and I've had this from him a couple of times, and I've really enjoyed it, but tonight, I don't know if my palate's just in overdrive or what, but mm. this cigar, right off the bat, the spice was just outstanding, and the retrohale, that red pepper I pick off of it, oh, God, it just woke me right up. Man. Mm. I love it. And it's, uh, th- you have a little bit of sweetness, mm-hmm. earth, um, but that pepper is just, pro- is just so much pronounced, I love it. What mm. kind of spice? Mm. It's, uh, it's kind of spicy. <laughs> spicy. Spicy. Oh, spicy. How long ago was that? Don't forget oh. the nuts. <laughs> Don't forget the nuts. <laughs> uh, no, we're, we're doing well with the cigar. Um, it was introduced in late spring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a limited production in a sense where it's going to return. Uh, we had an initial run of X amount of cigars. Uh, into the market. Uh, it's been very well received. You may uh, recognize the triangular box yes. of the Camacho Diploma fame. Yes. So um, a lot of thought was put into the packaging. Right. Uh, and uh, there are an odd number of count. There are 18 cigars in a box, mm-hmm. which is of, of, the, of the Camacho fame. Um, so we've been very excited with it. It's been very well received. Um, the what's, what's the relationship of the Amistran to the Camacho since you brought uh, that up? The Valley, the Amistran Valley. So Christian's dad's been operating uh, there since the early 60s. So right. the world-famous Valley, obviously, in Honduras, uh, where they grow the authentic Corojo seed. So. And what's, what's, it's celebrating, the, what's, the, um, what's the background with Camacho and... Well, it's and celebrating the basically Christian's uh, dad, Julio, uh, and his production of Corojo tobacco. Because they they originally came out with Camacho back around two thousand, right, right around two thousand, yeah. Right now, uh, now that that's n- and uh, the reason I bring it up is, you know, that the brand was sold mm-hmm. to Davidoff, yes. And so and they're using their own Honduran tobaccos and and whatever. Correct, yeah. They're Davidoff. not using they're not using the Aroa tobacco. No, no. At all. So when you say Camacho, I'm trying to get people to understand that the the that when you say this is like the diploma it's the original diploma release back in two th- right around 2000 right the, yeah. it, was this the same type of blend? Uh, it's a very similar blend very yeah. similar so, yeah. uh, 100% Corojo very uh, medium to full body if you will mm-hmm. that spice and that pepper that uh, Paul was mentioning yeah um, so this particular cigar is going to have more strength than our other Aroa cigars uh, and it's it more does. It, it's a celebratory cigar Again, mm. for uh, Julio Aero, um and the Hamastron Valley and the people of Honduras that mm. grow the, the seed there. Uh, authentic Corojo seeds. We're <coughs> the only company that has original Corojo seed from Cuba. That's being grown in Honduras. Beautiful. Dave, what are you picking up on this cigar? Um, uh, some nuttiness, uh, or sweet earth, uh, some more of that red pepper that uh, everybody else has been talking about. Fantastic on the retrohale. Mm. Very, very nice. 
It's a very easy draw. It is. When I first started smoking the cigar, I had to wheel it back a little bit. Because going for that flavor. Right. The first few I've smoked, I've actually put a heater on it. So this is a cigar (laughs) you just want to... You know, the puff a minute rule, if you will. At the, at yeah, you really yeah. want to take your time with Otherwise, this. if you honk on this thing, it's going to... Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally not smoking yeah. it the right way. Yeah. <laughs> There's a but real creamy aspect mm, to this cigar, is. too. Yep. Um, the finish is long. Yeah, there's a Absolutely. very long finish. And, I, I'm, st- you know, I, I like to retro mm-hmm. hail my cigars, and that is lingering as well. So oh. you've got the flavors on your, on your tongue, on your palate. Mm. you got a little bit of... There's a little bit of spice on my lips, mm. and then a little bit of spice left over in my nose. And it is, uh, you said red pepper, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I get that nice, it's not overpowering, no, but it's it's definitely there. It's a mild, yummy pepper. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very good. Now, now, my next question is, how do we think this red peppery, earthy, creamy cigar goes with this eggnog beer well it's definitely oh. pulling out more of the spice in yep. the cigar mm-hmm. um it's not pulling out the sweetness this is actually a very light beer um i'm not an eggnog fan by yeah. any means mm-hmm. I, I, I despise it so so it doesn't uh it this is pulling out more of the spice uh than the sweetness mm. that it's a very light beer i do not like eggnog at all mm. when uh when uh, kendra had recommended we try this um, I was I was game for it, but uh, it, I was surprised how how smooth the beer is, and it's actually light. It's, I think it's a great pairing with the cigar because the cigar is definitely a lot more full of body. It's not hiding anything. It's not it's not overpowering anything in the cigar. If anything, it's just bringing out more of the spice and pepper mm-hmm. for me. Would you agree that this is more of a contrasting pairing than a complementary pairing? Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. I would agree with that. Now Absolutely. we we had this. You know, last week we also did a. Contrasting, contrasting beer, uh, you know, yeah. and where we had the the uh, daiquiri cocktail, <laughs> and the cocktail was great. Yep. There was nothing wrong with it. So was the cigar. Yeah. The co- the contrasting was so strong that it really left yeah. you wondering. You know, w- either we're going to like the drink and kind of let the cigar go, or you were going to leave the drink and kind of smoke the cigar. Mm-hmm. This this is different. This is really kind of bringing out the the. There is this little eggnoggy nose yeah, on yeah. the beer, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. very, very noticeable. However, on the palate, it's, it's completely different. It's yeah, not it's there. It's so there's the there's minute the minute in, the, in yeah, terms of the flavor. Yeah, but the sweetness and the and the and Kendra said this was crisp. I totally agree with yeah, that. Yeah, very crispy and very smooth and very creamy and very light. It almost really sets yourself up for the creaminess of the cigar and it does it brings out the spices yeah and i think having that sweetness from the drink helps you appreciate the spice the spice a little bit oh yeah Yeah. you know it's really Mm -hmm. really nice yeah the drink kind of reminds me of uh corn cob pipe and a button nose because the you had that room note of chocolate but the the tobacco itself didn't taste chocolate you know and uh, I feel like you get the same with uh, with the beer, where it's it smells like eggnog, but it doesn't taste like it at for all. For the for the benefit of those who may not have heard, corn cob pipe and a button nose is a pipe tobacco that we reviewed 
last week. It's mm. the Christmas blend by Cornell and Deal. I thought that was a part of the Frosty the Snowman song. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. Frosty will be around on Wednesday. You know, yeah. we were talking to, we were talking <laughs> earlier today about how many of the old Christmas cartoons and you know shows were all you know whether you're talking about the snowmen or Santa Claus, they were all smoking. Yep, they smoking were smoking pipes. You wonder if they did, if they did that kind of thing today, would they take out the pipe? Cornelius, they yeah. probably would. I corn think they frost, the frosty they melts and then he comes corn back. Corn cob pipe. Think they give him a left with a vape pen. <laughs> yeah, vape pen. Yeah, exactly. Some gummies. Yeah. Some gummies. Some gummies. Yeah. <laughs> Some have Santa Claus markers in a safe room. Santa Claus Rowan. with a nicotine patch. Right. I'm trying to quit. Ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> when Frosty melts, he has his hat. Yeah. His pipe and his scarf. Mm-hmm. That's what's left on the puddle. That's yeah. what's left. And then he comes back. He's got his pipe. Happy what's birthday! The, what's the first yes. thing he does is <laughs> yeah. smoke the pipe. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, uh, how we got onto that tangent, I'm not exactly sure. You're welcome. Oh, there Just we go. Season. Yeah, Dave, <laughs> Dave brings us to places that we would not <laughs> normally think about going. All right. Um, let's talk a little bit about what's going on here at Twins, and really what's going on is it's Christmas. Christmas. And uh, we still have lots of Christmas gift sets and packs, and, you know, this is a time of year where I think... Uh, People are looking for <coughs> uh, gifts for the cigar lover in their life, and maybe you don't know a whole lot about what to get, or you don't know a whole lot about cigars at all, or you're looking for easy stocking stuffers. We've got mm. all sorts of all great of stuff that. here, and we've got gift sets that start at uh, $29.99 and go to um, $150. And they're all prepackaged. Some of these things actually come in boxes that have their own ribbon attached to them. Yep. So you put the lid on the box, tie the ribbon, and it's all done. And it's some are even pre-humidified, so you don't even have to worry about it. Yeah, it's fantastic. So um, come down to either the Hooksit location or Here. London Dairy, and if you see something, what what are you guys? What what's some of the gift packs out there that you guys like? Uh, <coughs> obviously, the uh, 724 original series, mm-hmm. uh, the sampler pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yep, have one on of s- each size. Yep, we have that on sale. We also have the sampler pack of mm-hmm. the five different lines. The uh, iconic brand from uh, Altidus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Monte Cristo 10-pack. Uh, uh, so those are the ones that uh, we do a, a fair amount of business with, and people like that, and we, we sell a lot. My favorite is the uh, the CRA. Uh, Cigar Rights of America pack. That's a great that is pack. Just Very good that pack. we have one left, and I, I, I. That's a great pack. It is such a great pack. There are so many hard to find cigars in there. Some that are not even in production anymore, and all it does is help us. Yeah, you know. Yep. Yeah. And half the cost of that pack goes to the CRA. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Cigar Rights of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a very important group right now for us. Absolutely. Yep. You know, one of the one of the things that I've been selling a lot of lately is we have a. A four pack of 724 cigars in a, a clear tube. Yep, that's like it's thirty one, bucks. One for each line, and that's twenty nine ninety nine. Awesome. What's great about it is it's the perfect stocking stuffer. It is. You can just Pop. drop it in there yep. and and go, and it's just it's really nice. I had uh, one uh, wife come in today looking for something. She ended up buying a couple of those. Mm-hmm. It's a great idea. Fantastic. 
Easiest place to shop is right here. Yep. 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 We have everything all set and ready to go, gift cards and everything, anything you need. So if you are in the area of Twins Smoke Shop, just come on down. We've got plenty of stuff. Everybody who works here, myself, Paul, Dave, Nick, um, are all really knowledgeable uh, with what's here and be able to help you with any questions you might have. Absolutely. All right. So you can stay in touch with Twins and, and on their Facebook page, on Twitter, on Instagram, and YouTube, and, of course, at twinssmokeshop.com. Um, are you guys picking up anything else with the, the Hamastron here? Definitely floral. Mm. I get a little floral sweetness. Mm. How's the burn on everybody's cigars? Pretty good. I've got a nice straight burn. Uh, just a teeny bit of waviness, but yeah. it really is straight across for me. Yeah, you again, know, the nice drawers burn line. so easy on these. Mm. You tend to o you can tend to overdraw on this particular cigar, but I have a nice even burn going. The retro hail on this is amazing. Oh, Dave, God. how's your how's so your burn good. going? My burn is like near perfect. It's wonderful. The uh, it's smoking like incredibly well. Mm. It's like almost making me second guess that it was like a Perdomo because the draw is perfect. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. And Paul, I know what you're going to say. Excellent. Yeah. Outstanding. <laughs> Ooh, outstanding. outstanding. Make sure you capture that, Dave. Okay. So you want to hear that next time I'm not here. <laughs> one more time, Paul. Make sure you catch that. No, the other part. <laughs> what, what? Outstanding? <laughs> outstanding, Dave. Shall I say it again? Those are available at Twin Smoke Shop at 80 Perkins Road, London, Jerry, New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah th this is a, a an interesting case where this is I think you know flavor wise I'd say this is kind of medium to medium plus strength wise I think this is a full on strong cigar mm. yep. you know mm. so and that's by design too that was yeah. Oh, that so was the, the intent. Goal, the it's, intent. It's that's yeah. very yeah. interesting because yeah. I, you know, I can. Fe I'm feeling quite mellow. Yeah. Oh, quite yes. mellow right now. Mm. And uh, I, I think it's a cigar for the seasoned cigar mm. smoker. Yeah. Especially in a robusto format, but mm -hmm. you're gonna get a pretty good kick. I would, awesome. I, would, I would love this cigar in a Corona. This is also oh, this would a be Corona would be a knockout. Oh. Yeah. They mm. don't make they, it in that size. No, right? they don't. No. Yeah. Can you, imagine, can you imagine the spice out yeah. of that size? Yeah, or wow. even uh, a yeah, Lancero. Yeah, that would be a fantastic. Mm. Oh, but a Lancero. Oh. Now oh. we're talking wrapper. A, a oh. Corona would be amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Note totally. to the manufacturer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Corona and Lancero, mm -hmm. please. So, Jim, how long have you been with uh, Aurora Cigars? Um, I celebrated two years in September. Now, before that, you were you were actually here at Twins. I was, yeah. You're, you're a Twins boy. I am. Yeah, I've known Kurt for well over twenty years now. Wow! I remember first going into when he very first opened up mm -hmm. at the original Twins, asking for Poros Indios. Mm. If you guys remember those cigars? Yeah, I remember those back in the day. Another fine Honduran cigar. Yep. Um, and very the Reyes, popular the Reyes, at the time. Yeah, the Reyes family had quite a run there mm -hmm. uh, in Honduras. Um, so yeah, I started out uh, as a consumer, and then uh, always worked kind of part time. In the cigar business, mm -hmm. and uh, joined with, with Kurt. What mm. what made you go from retail to to sales? 
Well, uh, initially I was, my prior life was in logistics management. Mm-hmm. So I did that for about, I don't know, 15 or 16 years. Mm-hmm. And um, just had, kind of basically kind of had enough, you know? Yeah. A little career change. So I came to Twins to help them out. Um, they were not in, in a bind bind, but they needed help full time. Yeah. So I naturally gravitated towards that. And then, uh, you know, one thing led to another. And then, obviously, you know, to further my career. So I went into the sales aspect of it. Um, but having smoked the Aroa tobacco since way back in the Camacho days, I've always loved the cigars. Camacho uh, was uh, so uh, amazing uh, yes, when it came yeah. out back around 2000. Yeah. And I think it's still amazing under a different umbrella, if you will. Yeah. Now, so I had uh, no issue at all with... Uh, you know, it's just something that I want to sell and right. I do enjoy. Yeah. Um, so it's more of a passion, than, if you mm-hmm. will, uh, in the sales of this. And the company's is legit. Um, the family has an amazing 104 year history now. So wow, it's that's incredible. That's three, insane. Yeah, three generations. So wow. um, it's pretty amazing. Uh, you know, top notch facility. Uh, and there's a lot of great cigar families in the businesses we know. Yeah, yeah. The Padrones, the Fuentes, uh, Perdomo, we can go on and on. The Oliva family. Um, these are all great families that own farms and production uh, right. from seed to box to where we are now. And you're one of those companies, you right? You, yeah, you have you uh, control of everything. Everything, seed yeah. To seed, seed to the seed shelf. Seed to where we are right now. Yeah, that's this, beautiful. And this podcast. Uh, and I, I also like the fact that we do not sell uh, the tobacco to anyone else. So mm. Our tobacco is uh, proprietary, if you will, uh, to the blends that they create. Um, it's very unique. Yeah, that's that's really cool. But what? out of oh excuse me, out of all the tobaccos, that, you know, I've been smoking cigars since 1991. It definitely, Corojo has always been my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like I said, it was an easy, easy acceptance to say, you know, want to come on board and can you can you sell these cigars? So. Yeah, mm. and it's a young company too. It's only it's seven years. We just celebrated seven years uh, in July mm. uh, with Christian. With Aurora, Christi- yeah. yeah, so CLE Cigar Company is the name of the company. That's Christian's uh, initials, right? And then under that uh, company, we have the CLE Cigars, uh, the Aroa Cigars, uh, Winwood yep. Cigars, and Asylum. So that's all under the CLE Cigar Company. Um, Asylum Cigars are uh, part of uh, Tom Mazuka, which is Christian's right. partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he uh, uh, brought the big ring gauge, massive ring gauges to the market. Yeah. As not a novelty, as a, as a you know, an idea, something to uh, try something different in the tobacco world. And it, it just really, really took off. And so. the 7 Eleven big gulp culture in which we live, yes. they thrive. Yes. Yes. And big gulps are like four gallons now, right? Yeah, I remember when I was in high school. <laughs> A big gulp was 16 ounces. Now it's 79 ounces. Yeah, or whatever something it is. like yeah. that. It's as long as your arm. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah, it's a good company. I enjoy working for them. What's uh, one of your so favorite things about working for uh, Christian? And don't say he's you know so handsome to look at. No, he's actually <laughs> quite ugly. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, he's uh, he's the pretty boy <laughs> of the yeah, tobacco world. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, that chiseled face. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I like. Uh, Sounds like uh, you're paying a lot of attention, Dan. <laughs> well, no, it just—he's one of these guys that you know. It doesn't matter. You, you take a selfie with him, and he's going to look like uh, some pose on GQ magazine, and then <laughs> I mean, I'm going to uh, look like I'm 25 pounds heavier, and 
jowls out of place and everything, and it's I'm going to look like a joke. You know, that's just how it is. I enjoy it. Uh, he, you know, he lets you manage your territory, so that's what mm. they're paying me to do. Um, so essentially, I treat it as my own small business, even mm. though I work for uh, uh, you know a company that mm. that produces it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do get a lot of freedom, uh, freedom in the sense to uh, create sales or generate sales. Mm. Um, they're very forthright with our ideas, so we're constantly in contact daily with our WhatsApp, you know, to get the pulse on the uh, what's going on in the region. And then across the board, I think there's 13 sales reps in the company. Mm-hmm. So th- that's probably one of my most favorite things uh, working for Christian and Tom. Um, they 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 give you the tools, and then it, go do it. Uh, it's not a micromanagement thing. Um, that's beautiful. And I, and I came from the corporate world, yeah, as in a management position with people under me, and and, and so there's been some levels of that in my career of seeing it. I've n- myself was never a micromanager, but. Having dealt with that before, it's something that I would never deal with again, me pers- on a personal level. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would say the the best part of the job is the freedom, and uh, to uh, manage, like I said, manage your territory, and 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 make it grow, to and and always bring out your own mm-hmm. ideas. Um, they're very susceptible to that, so that, I think that's very very much key. It's a very unique position too, because sales are different in every every section of the United States, no matter yep. what you're in. Yeah, you know, the Northeast we might like big cigars. In Florida, it might be petite Coronas. In right. California, maybe the robustos don't sell. You, so every every area uh, is very very unique uh, to to specific sales. So, mm. um, yeah. Yeah, that's like that was one of the things in sales that always like drove me mad was with you know like you know you know this isn't our clientele. Why do you want us to sell this? Why do we have yeah. to sell so many of this? You know, and they're like because you have to, and I'm like that's not a good reason, and you know that that was horrible. And it's right. one of the things that I find refreshing about this business is it's complete opposite. You're selling, you know, joy and relaxation. Yeah, you're, you know? you're essentially it's uh, any sales is relationship based. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, and then our goal is to develop a relationship like we have at Twins and many, mm-hmm. many, many accounts. We have uh, uh, quite a few accounts across the United States, but you're also selling the experience. Uh, Absolutely. Of, of the sale. So mm-hmm. to the consumer, it's the experience of it. Mm-hmm. They may not necessarily say, oh, that's an error, that's an error, but sooner or later, the, the experience brings them back. And, and that I think that's with any product. Right. If you mm-hmm. uh, bag a potato chips, you open up a no-name brand. It's not you're going to eat them with your sandwich, but then you go into you know some kettle chips or something uh, more of a premium brand. It's it's a better experience. So nice. Let's take a little break while we're smoking the cigar here and talk about uh, this week's uh, P- Pastor Padron's cigar confessions and uh, what I thought we'd talk about today. This is very timely. Um, Cigar uh, Aficionado announced its top 25 for 2019 today. They've been kind of teasing it throughout Mm -hmm. the week. And today finally released the whole list of cigars. And uh, number one, their cigar of the year was the Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua Maestro. Um, Number two was the Padron Siri 1926 number six. Uh, number three was the Warped Siri Grand Reserva 1988 Robusto. Um, then four was a Cuban Cohiba Robusto. 
Five was the Rocky Patel ALR second edition Toro, and it, it goes on. Um, have we all looked at this list? Have you all seen seen the list <coughs> of the top twenty five there? Yeah, I have not myself. I've not looked at it. Yeah. yeah, Um, you know, I, I've looked at this list, and I've always just marveled at what cigars make the top 25 list and what cigars make the top 10 um you know when i think of uh um you know a cigar of the year for for me it's you know what was the what's the new you know new coming fresh cigar of the year you know that 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 needs needs to be praised or or held up and when you're when you're um making you know cigars of the year things that people can't get or cigars that have been out forever or you know that's always just kind of you know you know boggled my mind but i look at some of the things on this list and I, I wonder how they could be there. I, there are other cigars that are on the list, and I'm like, I'm glad that made it. Like the uh, the Aladino Toro made the list, which I think is fantastic. I think it's three years too late. Um, and that's a cigar that's put out by, by Christian's younger brother, Lusto, um, which, is, which is really cool. Um, but, you know, for me... That's a much better cigar than the Aging Room Quattro. I just don't don't understand that. Uh, does anyone? So, I guess my confession is, I have no idea what to do with a cigar aficionado top twenty-five. I I don't know what it means. The you know I understand how it works. They they look at the highest-rated cigars that they've done over the past year. Take the top you know, take those top things do another blind tasting rate them again and then whatever the top 25 is from that second blind tasting is what it is but I I look at the list and I wonder <laughs> I, think, I just personally I think it's a good thing I think, how, how blind what? are you <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I think it's a good thing to have the top 25 list. I honestly mm-hmm. think it's good for the industry. Um, and, you know, as, it's, as we know, this is a very subjective sport, right? Right. Uh, some people drink Bud Light, and some people drink Sam Adams. And no one can say, well, that beer is lousy. It may be lousy to your taste. but So being in such a subjective sport, I think overall, uh, and I'm not fully versed on how they come to this, Conclusion of the mm-hmm. top twenty-five. There's a lot of different parameters, I'm sure, but overall, I think it's good for the industry. Um, and you know, the the goal is to make the list, if you would. But overall, I don't. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Paul, what do, what you, do think? you think? I, <coughs> I, I struggle <laughs> with this, man. I really do, because we we talked about this before. Sound too pol- politicky. 
yes, it's but we'll get politics. To that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remain neutral here. <laughs> I, I struggle with this because, I, again, I, I understand what Jimmy's saying, um, and it, I think it is good for the industry as a whole because um, we always get customers that come in. You know, after it's been released, and they 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 <coughs> they'll grab the pamphlet of the top twenty-five, and mm -hmm. they'll they'll circle the humidor, and they'll get the they'll basket. Pick, and yeah, they'll pick it up, and, yeah. and it's good. I mean, we, we do see that throughout the year, but as a as someone who's in the industry, and I look down, and I see the top twenty-five, the top five, whatever, and I'm like, how old are some of these cigars? They've been around for years, and it, it and you mean to tell me that out of the top twenty-five, well, maybe only four or five are really new, or maybe have been released in a different addition uh, uh, and they can't come up with other cigars that have been released and 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 uh, and rate them as part of the top 25 we talked about that as yeah. far as our own version of the top 10 or top 20 whatever and we, c we came up with what maybe 15 or 20 that we yeah. re personally received here and they've got to be a bunch of others that have oh been. sure so I mean they it, it, to me it, it's kind of I don't know. It's 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 a joke. I guess that's how I'm looking at it. it it's, I, well, it's good for the industry. I just look at it. I'm like, yeah, okay. It it doesn't mean much to me. It really, we've talked about how the the, the the aging room compared to other cigars that are in are beneath it. Those cigars, I think, are so much better than that. Yeah, and I, no, I, no offense I, to aging. No room. offense to aging. No room. offense to aging room. I, it's I'm a good cigar. I'm not knocking the cigar. It's not good. But nowhere near, like you say, that the the Padron number six is by far much better than that. And you don't even really And I don't care. mind a Padron, <laughs> I'm not even a Padron smoker, smoker, you know. I've had it, it's good. <laughs> I've had the aging room too, but yeah. it, it's it's nowhere near as good as some of these other, these other ones. Paul only like smokes a Roa. Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's kinda like the difference between, you know, us being tobacconists and and not being a consumer. Once you're on one side of the fence and you're exposed daily, hourly to everything you know you 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 uh you have way more experience than 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 this the the consumer and i think i think that's why it's like there there's like a divide there um i think that shows up that kind of statistic would show up naturally in any other kind of environment well what 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 do you mean because the 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 people who are smoking mm. this are s and and making these, you know, top twenty-five lists are not uneducated. No, know, but they know it sells, and 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 uh, and, uh, uh, and it's the same thing for me when I was you know I'm, I have an electronics background, and uh, I've been building electronics and and buying them for since you could, and uh, I know it's what's actually the best out there to have to use the most practical what makes the most sense and and uh it is by far hardly ever what's popular and that all has to do with money and advertising always and it's the same in every industry yep. you're gonna stay quiet aren't you <laughs> again it's good for the industry <laughs> <laughs> it is good for the it industry. Is. There's no, no there's mean, no doubt about I that. Mean that, that it's good for the industry. I, you know, it's again, it's so subjective. Now, uh, you could I mean, we could we could have uh, four kinds of cheese here, with, and and with no label or anything. Right. It's going to be the same. 
I, I don't know. The, we, you could say the same for the wines, the, you know, or anything. What's the difference between a 91-point uh, Napa Valley Cabernet and a 90-point? One point. Or it could be $60, right? One could be 20 and one could be... Yeah, usually the isn't it with wine the middle usually brings out like the cheap wine's good, but the expensive wine is good. But the middle, yeah, there's there's a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, you put them side by side. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I I I can say that one of the good things that that lists like this bring about is the conversation we're having here, right? And talking about what we think are good cigars and and what cigars are you know. all right so what would you make this cigar of the year you know if if you think they got it wrong what would what would you pick um you know and i think those kind of conversations are good and uh, well you'd have to smoke all 25 i would say to uh, we'd have to I w- smoke I would the whole humidor <laughs> well i mean if you were going <laughs> to make your own discern but of that i mean what, what i look what i figured the top 25 really should be is the top 25 new cigars of the year yeah not yeah. not rehashes and not ones that have been around for years and and in the same old you know you're going to see the same old uh, manufacturers all the time <clears throat> you know again no offense to these other ones out there but you know you're going to see a Padron you know you're going to see a few Cubans you know you're going to see uh, maybe a Fuente whatever it's 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 always the same you know six or eight manufacturing manufacturers out there and and, and cigar makers and then a few other ones that they kind of throw in there and and to me it should be the new cigars that have appeared in the in this year, and and you rate those accordingly. Well, and I think I think something else too is you know, people do listen to this. They are going to go out, and this this happens you know every year here at Twins. Once the cigar, yeah. you know, top twenty five comes out, tool. Yeah. people come with the magazine or with a list, and they're mm-hmm. looking for the top twenty five mm-hmm. cigars. And I remember, you know, back in 2017 when they named the the Eye of the Shark mm-hmm. Cigar of the Year, mm-hmm. which is a really good cigar, but again had been out for years. Yep. And you know, and you know, uh, a cigar that's uh, very limited. It yeah, kind of did itself a disservice. It's yeah, a fantastic well, cigar. It, it, I've smoked many Eye of the Sharks. And this this is my point. Yeah. I I you know from talking to the um, the rep. Uh, for Fuente here, um, I know that there's they only have one woman who makes that cigar. There's one person who can make it, and it was named Cigar of the Year. And there was no way for them to keep up with any of the demand. And it was a limited run cigar to begin with. To begin with, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it comes out a couple, three times a year, um, and 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 there is a sense in which that's. I, f- I almost felt like that's like unfair. Like here's the cigar of the year, and but you nobody can get it. <laughs> you can't smoke it though. But thank you. You know, uh, I I just felt it was a poor choice. Well, the, well, the Andalusian Bull was also the number one cigar f- a few years back, and that's, that's also right. a limited one as well. Yeah, that was 2016, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, well, it's also a blessing the, and a curse, right? A, I mean. At the time, you know, LFD only had two people who could make the cigar, right. and they had no idea they were going to be announced as cigar of the year. And th- they they find out about it like after it happens, and now all of a sudden they're trying to um, um, keep up with all this, hire new people, train new people to roll, and and uh, but it's a very 
those figurato shapes are very hard to do. You have to be yep. really good to do that. Yep. Uh, and um, they just could never keep up with it. I mean, still, uh, you know, to, to your point, Jim, that, that it's good for the industry when when boxes of those come in usually boxes of those go out right because people are like "Ooh, that was the cigar of the year and they go and they they get it well here too i think it's good for on the retail side um i believe you guys that you build the section you try to have the top all 25 yep the unique some the most stores don't do that so to be able to have that too as well and drive the consumer into the store mm -hmm. you can flip them from there too true true but now there's a bunch of top 25. I think Cigar Aficionado, if I'm not mistaken, was one of the first, if not the first, to come out with that. Um, Magazine, uh, yes. Yes, and then the top 25. So it's morphed into the several uh, publications that do their annual release of top 25. So I think collectively across the board, you're going to see similar brands. And there's probably a reason for that because they're well made. Right. Um, Cigar honestly, Journals does I, it. Yeah. I'm sure Cigar Snob does it. Cigar Advisor it. does it. Cigar Advisor. Some of the online wins do it. it. Yeah. Yep. The podcasts do it. Yep. Yep. Maybe we should do it. We are mm. going to do it. New Year's. New Year's top 25. I think we, of might, 2019. we might have to do. And it will be new cigars. New cigars. <laughs> We're going to talk about new cigars. New cigars. Mm -hmm. And this just came We're going right? to smoke all yeah, 25 of them on the show. And this will be part of it, my friend. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that's a great segue back into where we're on the final third, I think, oh. of the I'm cigar. What you guys... What yeah, yeah smoked that pretty quick. Yeah, well, it's, been, I, it's, been I was, it's been a long day, Jim. I'm, I was I'm talking. <laughs> James over I had to relight mine. He's <laughs> writing his name on paper with it or something. I don't know. He doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you what are you thinking there, Paul? So the the earthiness has definitely picked up a lot. The mm. spice and pepper, the retro hail is still there, but I'm getting a lot more earth now in the second half of the cigar. It, yeah, it's really fantastic. Yep, a lot more earth. Yeah. Um, this is almost like this dark, unsweetened cocoa note I'm getting in the back too. Still very creamy. Oh, is anyone else picking smooth. that up? Cream, yeah. Like the, a really unsweetened dark a chocolate? Bit, a little bit, yeah. Just a little tinge. Oatmeal. <clears throat> Oatmeal. Mm. That could kind of go with the earthy kind of flavor there, too. Yeah. David, what about you? I, I ain't getting no cocoa. But I am, I, you know, I can, I think I can get more closer to that oatmeal. You're but you're confusing. Definitely some sweeter. You're looking for you're looking for Hershey's chocolate. Uh, I'm no. talking about dark. <laughs> no, Baker's chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> we can talk. I know what you're Let's talking about. Settle the I'm chocolate debate right now. Hershey's does not make chocolate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, w Nick, what are you getting? There's no alkali in chocolate. That's I don't just know not. Why? <laughs> <laughs> He gets a lot, yeah, a lot of bite. Yeah, a lot of bite. A lot of bite on this cigar. Yeah. Now it's incredibly creamy smooth. It's, yeah. It's got uh, just lots of spice, which is just phenomenal. It, it, the earth, the the sweetness, the retro hail. It's a. It really is a absolutely fantastic cigar. It's gained some strength too. It, uh, it has. Yeah. You know, the middle of a cigar. Yeah. The retro hail is like insane right now. Mm. Yeah. Oh. oh. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. <laughs> and I'm really enjoying the pairing. We haven't really talked about that much. What, I, what are you I, guys? I, I myself, um, 
darkness. No, so, no eggnog for Jimmy. No eggnog, eggnog for beer is an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is a whole beer explosion going on, uh, and I appreciate all of it. But are you a beer? Are you a beer person? At all? I used to be. It's too heavy for me now. Really? I, I used to collect beer and all that, and uh, I'm glad it's got this renaissance is going on. And there's tons of beers, but they're so heavy. My brother's really into them, and I, I, I have a couple of beers with him, and I can't even move. Uh, they're just very... You're not going to have... Are you going to drink more than one of these? It's, I, it's I, called getting old, Jim. Oh, Because yeah. <laughs> I would drink like well, four of these. I love them. <laughs> I'm not sure if real men drink uh, eggnog beer. Uh. <laughs> 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 but <coughs> our good friends the at line Shipyard, is drawn. we do appreciate their effort. It is actually... The nose is amazing uh, that it finishes dry. It's almost like a wine. It's like mm. a Riesling. If I had to compare it to a wine. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Riesling is semi-sweet, semi-dry. Yes. Mm -hmm. But a nose, the nose is all sweet. Mm -hmm. um, so I will say it does actually, it goes, it goes great with this particular cigar. Uh, I am, but that's not my style of beer. Uh, mm. I don't think it's a bad beer or made, it's made very well. But uh, you it's just, an extract. You just I mean, don't want to cross it with eggnog. Yeah. Are no, you an eggnog no. guy? Do you like eggnog? I do. I make good uh, real eggnog. Mm. You know, with, egg, with eggs egg, and nog? Eggs and nog. Yeah. yeah. Brandy or <laughs> rum is good or both. Um, but interesting. I mean, there's so many beers now. There's a zillion beers. Oh, yeah. yeah I, 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 no shortage of anything. No shortage of anything. And they're just making every flavor under the sun. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> Too many flavors. It's expensive now, too. Beer, you can buy as local breweries. We have a bunch of great breweries that we know are right, right in a 10-mile mm. radius here. Oh, sure. Think of all the great people that are brewing all these beers. Yeah. The amount of flavored or extracted beers is is, is mind-boggling. It's nuts. You know, you used to have your blueberry, your pumpkin. Now they just go all crazy. Out. Yeah, yeah, I had a grapefruit beer. Forget it was it Sculpin? I think had a grapefruit. Yeah, beer. I've had a grapefruit. I had yeah. a peach. That and that peach. was actually very good. It was bone dry, mm. uh, tangy. But um, if I'm, I'm going to have a cigar, I would. My favorite pairing with a cigar is espresso. Really? In the mm. morning with a small yeah. engaged cigar. Coffee is Coffee would my probably be my, my most favorite. Yep. Coffee goes with so yeah. many cigars. Mm. So we know say. Paul's two thumbs up on this one. What about you, Dave? Oh, I am I am like two thumbs and two toes. It's fantastic. The Absolutely. beer or the cigar? The, the, um, both. Both. Right. Yeah. I'm definitely still a beer dude. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the cigar. It's fantastic. Do you want to say why? Uh, I love the retrohale, the red pepper. I love the uh, the the earthy sweetness, a little nuttiness. Um, it is super smooth. It's very approachable. I think for someone who's also maybe trying to go to like a medium, medium plus, it, w it wouldn't be that too hard of a jump. Mm -hmm. uh, it does have a good kick to it, though. Um, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's right up my alley. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be um, doing this on a full stomach. Or have a really high tolerance. I highly recommend that. Nicotine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sm cigarette really smokers would love this cigar. <coughs> this is a, you know, the flavors on this are, you know, range from, you know, medium to being very subtle. You know, it's it's a, it, there's some nice complexity going on here, um, but it's not, it's, it's very, um, um, uh, I can't, I can't think of the, the word that I want to use, but
but it, the the flavors are not really overly pronounced. Well, the retro hail. The retro hail, yeah. you get that red pepper and, and mm. yeah, some citrus yeah. I get in yeah. there too. Uh, but the it's so smooth and you got this great creaminess to it. It's a wonderful, wonderful cigar. Yeah. So if if this is something that you guys um, listening can get at your brick and mortar, I'd highly recommend it. If not, you can always uh, uh, come here to Twins and get it. And if uh, you can't call come us. to Twins, you can call and we'll send them to you mm-hmm. because that's the kind of people we are. All right, we're back for our pipe review and Kendra, the great potion master of the 724 Lounge, is back with us. And she has brought something very special for us uh, to smoke along with our pipe tobacco. What is it? All right, so for you guys, I have Talisker, and this is from the Game of Thrones Limited Edition. This is one of my favorite scotches. I was so happy that the local liquor store brought it back. Mm. Um, what I, I really enjoy a peated scotch, but like you guys will remember when we did the tasting on the Westland mm-hmm. peated, I love smokiness, but additional character, and I really get some nice fruit, like raisin in there, and I get um, some mm. salinity in the finish, and you know, the smokiness I get it, I get in the front. So it's a very well-balanced scotch, mm-hmm. and fun fact, this particular bottle won number 13 in the top 20 whiskeys of 2019. Oh, cool. So I was wow. pretty excited when I saw that ranking because I thoroughly enjoy this, this scotch. And, and I didn't smoke the pipe tobacco tonight, um, been Aww. pretty busy, but you know, just based off of you know smelling the tin and then looking at the taste in notes, I mean, I think it's gonna be a really good Oh play. yeah, it's a, it's a great match. Oh, fantastic. So Thank you so much, this is wonderful. And what this is being paired with is a blend by Seattle Pipe Cup Club called Mississippi River. And uh, off the uh, uh, website, it says that Mississippi River actually appeared to master blender Joe Langford in a dream. Ooh. Awakened from a sound sleep, he grabbed a pencil and scribbled a recipe before the memory faded. And the r- next morning, he used those notes to create a Virginia blend like no other, and Mississippi River was born. <coughs> Sounds like a really strange wet dream, Dan. Yeah, it really does. It, and it, it's interesting. The description really doesn't tell Rivers you anything involved. about what the tobacco is like. Um, it is manufactured by Sutliff Tobacco. It's an English uh, blend. It has Virginia, Oriental, Latakia, and Preak. There's no casing. It comes in a uh, crumble cake. There's like um, a bunch of different really thick flakes in there that you just crumble apart and it really does mm. pack easily into your pipe it sure does and um, you know opening the tin you're gonna you know you're going to be immediately hit by this pungent vinegar smell that will probably knock you over you might even pass out but 
once you get past that and you get this into your pipe it doesn't taste or smell anything like that once it's once it's burning it's very beautiful and i think it's going to go great with this uh, talisker that kendra has brought down mm -hmm. what are your what are your thoughts on this i got a lot of sweetness right off the bat <coughs> this mm. tobacco it like you say it doesn't taste anything like it smells no bingo and when we first cracked that tin open I, I smelled vinegar mm -hmm. right off the bat, mm -hmm. but it's also an incredible. Uh, it, it was it's a hearty, mm -hmm. and so when I'm taking the first few puffs of the pipe here, the sweetness came right off. Right, the first few was just it was it's incredible, and then the spice, little dry fruit, mm -hmm. the retro hail, absolutely spice yeah. right there. It was, it was yeah, great. I'm, I'm getting some, you know, like some dried fruit, but like a, in the retro hail, it's definitely like a dried fruit vinegar, like maybe even an apple vinegar. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. Uh, Jim is smoking the pipe with us. Yes. Uh, what, are you, what are you picking up there, Jimbo? Well, it's been some time since I enjoyed a pipe. <coughs> I went through a phase a few years ago. Um, given the Latakia mm -hmm. and I expected it to be much stronger. Okay. It's very mellow. It's actually very smooth. Mm, very smooth tobacco. I just put my nose in the tin. There's definitely vinegar there. Mm -hmm. I'm not picking it up in the smoke itself. No. 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 It's this is way milder than I expected. I feel it's like I, I get it in the retro. It's very smooth and it's very creamy. And uh, it's, it's very rich. The flavors in here I'm getting, you know... An earthiness. There's a kind of a plum-like sweetness to this, to me. Um, and there's spice in the retro. There's there's hints of uh, sour citrus notes that I get every once in a while. Um, banana. No, I don't get banana. Also, also, no, in retro hail. Also, oh, really? And banana? Yeah. You're getting banana? Light, Let me light, light banana. Mm. Yeah, I can I can see that. I can see how you're getting that. What are you picking up, Paul? I just, I just love the. Uh, the, the, the I think the tobacco is just it, it's 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 reminiscent of other ones that I've had where mm. I've had that 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 dried fruit with the mm. spice on the retro hill. Mm -hmm. But I, I I can't get over that sweetness that it just hit my palate right in the beginning, and the pairing is just phenomenal. Doesn't it grow? Oh God! Is that is that a new pipe, Paul? No, it's the same old pipe I've had since. Uh, really? Well, wow, looks kind of shiny. Day, since since episode two, when I kind of graduated shiny. from the cone cup. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> really shiny, man. Yeah, I keep it in good shape. Scotch is a natural pairing with yeah. with English blends. The, oh, yeah. the smokiness in the Scotch that, especially if there's some some oh. peat in there. Yes. This if this is light peat, if if any at all, but. That plays off the smoky flavor of the Latakia, which is a, a, a fire-cured tobacco, mm. <coughs> uh, and has that kind of you know, smoked mesquite kind of taste, a very savory kind of taste to it. Right. Um, there's almost like a little, like a sweet and tangy barbecue sauce note yeah. on, the, on the finish. Mm -hmm. Is anyone that, else that picking up something think, like that? Uh, yeah, and I think that kind of goes well with the uh, with the smoke, mm -hmm. you know, with the pipe tobacco, because there's kind of like a little bit of like a smoke well, that's that's what I was talking yeah. about. Yeah, that it's yeah, in the pipe tobacco, smoky mesquite. Mm -hmm. 
I'm getting that. Mm. Yeah, this is very, very nice. Mm. Um, and I totally agree, Paul. When you when you you know get the tin note, you're thinking this is this is going to be some really powerful stuff. Yeah. And when you read what's in it, you know this is going to be some. And don't get me wrong, this is a very rich, it is full flavored thing, but it is not savory. A, it's not in an assaulty kind of assaulty. <laughs> it's it's not an assault on your on your. Salt. It's not. Continue. I professor. knew that was going on. I knew that was going to happen. Salt. Say the word salt, and you just start to salivate. Salt. Your, Students are leaving the room now. Stop. Stop. All right. It just you know. It's, salt. It's very. It's the after effects of the hamstrung. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Jim. Mm. You're welcome. <laughs> it's actually this is excellent tobacco. Mm. Mm. It's I can't get over how creamy it is. <coughs> yeah, it's very creamy, oh, yeah. very smooth. It's um, very. What does this retail for? What is the? Um, what's a tin here? The the MSRP for a two ounce tin of Mississippi River is eighteen fifty. Um, they also uh, Seattle Pipe Club also does a. Uh, Mississippi River Special Reserve, which is a four ounce tin, um, and so it's it's uh, thirty six dollars. But you're getting four ounces. It's it's not like your the price has gone up. You it just comes in twice as much, right. and it's a single four ounce that um, again just crumbles when you uh, uh, very easily when you go at it and. Um, in all honesty, I've never actually smoked the Special Reserve. They also do the same thing with another English blend. They do plum pudding. It comes very much the same way this does. The th thick um, flakes that you just crumble like cake. Uh, and then there's also a plum pudding Special Reserve. Same kind of thing. It's a four ounce brownie inside the tin. I have had that. and. Plum pudding is uh, some amazing English tobacco, and the Special Reserve is unbelievably good. If this, if if it's any kind of indication here, I imagine the Special Reserve would be even smoother than this, which is hard to believe. But I wouldn't have believed they could make plum pudding any smoother either until I tried it. I actually leave. I bring a bag with me to work and of different you know tins for me to smoke throughout the day uh, I leave this the plum pudding special reserve at home so that I won't smoke, smoke all, all yeah or and, or, and or, so someone, that, or someone else that we know and so that someone else that I know won't smoke it all do tell <laughs> Paul not me no <laughs> not Paul <laughs> not Dave Dan mm -hmm. I have a question yes um, and I it like at one time <laughs> had narrowed the list. <laughs> at one time knew this. The casing on pipe tobacco. Can you? Um, so this is non-case. Can you describe what casing is again when they do it? Um, all tobacco so has some kind of, uh, you know, casing on it to keep it fresh and and stuff like that. But um, when when you talk about 
you know, casings in a blend or um, toppings in a blend, you're talking about adding something that is deliberately put in to flavor the tobacco with something that is not natural in tobacco. Like uh, last week, we did we did uh, corn cob pipe and a button nose, the 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 Christmas blend from Cornell and Deal, and that has a um, topping of chocolate and marshmallow flavors, and uh, the way that that you differentiate those two things, a topping is a flavoring that is added once the blend is all made and put together and then once the tobacco tastes like how you want it they'll add a topping that then adds something to that that is supposed to bring out the the tobacco notes that are already there a casing is something that is put in at the beginning of mixing you see the difference Mm -hmm. so it becomes more like an ingredient in it instead of something that you do at the end to kind of alter your thing. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, when I say that there's no casing in this, that there is no added flavor that they have, you know, there's no bourbon in here, there's no vanilla flavoring, there's no, you know, they haven't added anything like cherry to this. All the flavors you're getting are naturally from the tobaccos that are in there. And um, that vinegary smell that you get is, you know, something that you get when with the, the aging of the tobacco. Um, and um, you get that in a lot, you can get that in uh, English blends, I find. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Is anyone picking up anything else on this they want to share at the moment? Nope. Everyone's just smoking the pipe. <laughs> Everybody Every, everybody's just enjoying it so much they don't have anything to say. Mm. Well, that's it's that's a, that's a good that's a good sign, perhaps. It's a very good blend. Um, let's talk about uh, some things that are going on here, pipe wise, at uh, Twins. Um, we had an awesome year, and I think I shared this last week. We had an awesome year. With pipes and pipe tobacco, we had a record year um, with our our growth in that area, and so we're celebrating and thanking our customers by having all of our Sam uh, Gawith tins uh, available at 20% off our um, store price through December 24th. Uh, Sam Gawith tobaccos are notoriously hard to find, especially if you go to online places. Um, but uh, we have a bunch of them here: Cabby's Mixture, Full Virginia Flake, uh, Brown Number Four, um, Squadron Leader. Squadron Leader. We have uh, a good supply of all of those, and uh, if that's something that you're interested in, come into Twins uh, either here or at Hooksit or uh, give us a call, and um, uh, we want to say thank you for helping that part of our business grow so much this year. Um, also, we had some esoterica tobaccos come in. Mm-hmm. 
that's another very rare hard to find tobacco we and to answer the questions that i know that i would get yes penzance came yes it already sold out <laughs> it was sold out five minutes after it was put on the shelf and i didn't even do nothing yet it's just you know that's just oh, how that stuff goes man but um, we do have you know uh some dunbar uh, margate um, there's a couple of eight ounce bags of Dorchester left. Uh, there's a bag of Scarborough, um, and so to bed and some Pembroke, um, which is another great blend. And if any of those interest you, we do have them here. Well, they're not going to last long. I'm, uh, I will be surprised if any of that is, um, uh, going to be here after Christmas. Mm -hmm. So make sure you get in. And also, you know, we did a Peterson Pipe Show last week. That's, uh, you know, Mark Mormar from Laodicea Distribution Group who distributes. Peterson was here with us, and um, we had an awesome event. It was a, another, was the best pipe event that we'd hear, had here at Twins, and uh, it was one of the best single-day events that they'd had um, of Peterson Pipes this year, which was fantastic. And because it went so well, we're keeping that going and so through christmas you might not have been able you know last saturday you might not have been able to get out here but if um you're looking for a new pipe and specifically a new peterson pipe we still have um about 50 pipes left uh from that event and all of them will be available at the 20 percent discount that we offered uh on that event um that's all here at Twins at the Londonderry location. And uh, take advantage of that. Um, uh, and you can follow us on Twins, you know, for you can follow us with what's going on pipe wise here at Twins by uh, following Pipe Club, Twins Pipe Club, on their Facebook page and on Instagram at Twins Pipe Club. That's how you stay in touch. What are the continuing thoughts here we're having on? Mississippi River by Seattle Pipe Club. Just very mellow. Oh, sorry, Paul. Oh, no. Go ahead, <coughs> Very, very mellow. Mm. Nice. And I, I haven't smoked a pipe in about a year. I would say a year and a half. It's very it's very yeah. unique stuff, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Compared to what else is out there. It's very, very nice. Paul, what are you thinking? It, it's it's almost... <laughs> it, it's It's almost opposite of what I thought it was going to be when mm. I cracked that tin open. Is it a good opposite? Oh, it's an absolutely, it's a great opposite, man. I it feel really a is. new favorite. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm walking in now quite stronger. <laughs> no, it's, it's incredibly smooth, sweet, spicy. Mm. Um, that dried fruit, the, the spice on the retrohale, um, it, it's just, mm. it's great. It really, really is. It's, it's incredibly relaxing and I'm absolutely enjoying this. Dave, yep. what about you? Yeah, the uh, the retro hail is very pleasing. Um, what do you get like in the retro hail? It's a, it's a little bit of spice, a little sweet. Mm. It's it's like a mild retro hail. Mm. Um, it's thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah, you just retro hail the whole the whole bowl. It's unbelievable. Let me ask you guys a question: Is are are you? seeing flavors intensify or change as the as you're getting halfway through the bowl or is it staying consistent the same what's happening that way it the 
the flavors and 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 is staying the same, but I'm it's it's almost like it's mellowing out a little bit. Mm. It's not as some of the some of the flavors aren't as pronounced that they're they're definitely there. Mm. But I'm I'm noticing it's just smoothing out more and becoming a little bit more mellow. Yeah, all the tobaccos really mix well and yeah. it's it's much harder in this blend for me to pick out individual tobaccos than it is on some of the other stuff yeah. we've smoked here on the show. Yeah. You kind of know they're there because of the different things that you're tasting, but you can't say, ooh, okay, that's this, that's that. There's Everything is married so well that it's, it's, it's a little bit hard to pick up. You know, it's, it's um, you know, almost like a, you know, with a symphony, sometimes you can't hear all of the instruments that are being played because things are, the, you know, the sound and the music is so well you know, harmonized. Played, yeah. Harmonized. Yeah. Well, you lock in on this it. is a very harmonious blend. That's a yeah. great word. I was, to me, it was like they, uh, at first, it's like you get the spice, you get this dried fruit, you get this... Um, these sweet tones and, and mm -hmm. sour tones and that like all cascaded together into like one flavor mm -hmm. and it's very hard to like describe it now like what would it be if, if like if it tasted like this at the beginning I'd be like whoa <coughs> you know, I don't even know what to say and you know, something else I like about this tobacco I like just smelling it off my pipe mm. you know just the smell off the the note off the pipe is is really yeah. really nice yeah the room notes really good mm-hmm how are you guys thinking it goes with this particular scotch? Oh, fantastic. It's right out. Spot on. Yeah, it is. What scotch? <coughs> oh. I, mean, I think we're pretty much all We done. have a Nick among us. We have a Nick among us. There's two of us. It's and all it's, your fault. And it's Dave. David drank his yeah. whole yeah. thing. Remember, Glenn, it's an Glenn acquired taste. Ruined me. <laughs> scotch is an acquired be, taste. You're becoming a scotch bourbon drinker, my friend. Whether, yep. you, whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> whether I knew it or not. <laughs> 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 mm. Well, oh. pipes are relaxing in general, mm -hmm. overall. Right? They're thoughtful. You know? Yeah, if you have time to enjoy one, you're probably not going to be driving 90 miles an hour down Route 93. Which mm -hmm. is a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, <coughs> on cruise control, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm newly inspired. I'm, I'm gonna yeah, bring my collection in and get some more. What uh, were some of the things you were smoking when you were into the pipe a few years ago, Jimmy? Goes. Um, there yeah. was one here that I really loved. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Q1. <laughs> no, that's uh, one Q. It's one in. Q. Uh, I think Sorry. it's at the time. <laughs> One Q. Did you say Q1? He said Q1. We're down to three panelists now. <laughs> David has been removed. Um, it's uh, it's in a uh, like a brick. It's pressed. It's got a really sweet smell to it. It's it was one of the number one selling pipe tobacco here. I just can't remember the name of it. Would it be it's, uh, what, the, like the in the jar? You know the. Plastic. Yeah, like the shipyard flake. Is that what you're at the Portsmouth uh, shipyard? Not that one. Turkish uh, twist. Turkish twist. Turkish yes. twist. Yes, that. And when I was here, that was the which, number one selling. Which is uh, that's Peter Stokeby's luxury <laughs> twist flake. Yes, 
that that was one I really really gravitated to. Mm-hmm. Smoked a lot of that. That's that's a very nice. That's a yeah. very nice. It's still I'm very. A, I popular. imagine it's still very popular here, right? Still yeah. very popular. Yeah. And then the early beginnings of the pipe club, um, we saw a lot of people purchasing the uh, Turkish twist. Yeah, yeah, that's still very popular. And the um, uh, luxury the um, Peter Stokeby luxury navy flake, which is. Portsmouth Shipyard. Okay, here. yeah. Um, that's still very popular as well, um, and those are similar. They're they're not mm. the same, but they're they're similar kind of uh, tobaccos because being that they're flakes. And there was another brand. I'm not sure if it's still made anymore. Um, it was part of the Drew Estate Empire. Oh, the. Um, uh, they had those series of modular pipes that came mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And there was tobacco to go along with it. What yeah, was, the, the, was uh, it Tuskegee or t- I can't remember. Those I could never pronounce that thing. Suge. Suge. Yes. Suge. Yes. yes. Yeah. That particular those Tuskegee. Four <laughs> yeah, Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah, yeah. That's so Tuskegee. far off. <laughs> Dave, you're back. Um, <laughs> yes, the suit. That that particular line was really good. That I smoked a lot of that. The uh, one with the yellow dragon on it was. Oh, was that one. Was, I remember uh, that tin being that here. People have since bought that, and it's. Drew I don't, States I don't out think of they the made. Yeah, yeah, they're out of that now. It's too bad. I'd love to have some of that. But I did. I did enjoy a lot of that mm. when that came in. I, I was here when that came out. Essentially, those are some interesting pipes too. Mm. Mm. Seattle Pipe Club makes some really good blends. Um, the and you know most of the English blends that I'd had before, I'd had this and plum pudding um, have a much more um, sweet and sour aspect to them that was very pronounced and. That's a uh, and that's that that's a really good interesting uh, flavor that you have in there, but here's an English blend where it was much more accenting the sweet, the sour was still there, but it's much more muted, and um, there's this almost like a a brown sugary kind of sweetness to this that just kind of overrides the the soury tang that you would get from the Oriental that you would expect from that. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I really enjoy it. This is one of the the English blends that I really, I really enjoy. Smoking. There's no bite either. There's right. no bite. No bite. No bite. Oh. Tongue. There's no, no bite, Nick. Sorry, There's Nick. No bite. Yeah. We all agree <laughs> that there is no bite. No bite. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, Toothless. Nick has been removed from the panel. <laughs> <laughs> Sound bite. <laughs> and again, I'm I'm taking my time with the scotch because I want it to last with the tobacco. It's it's just it's such a great scotch, but it complements so well. You know, it's this is a, this is a. Um, I think your glass was the fullest. A, a lighter, it's a it's a lighter scotch. It's 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 the Isle of Skye mm. Talisker. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's so nice, and you know it doesn't have an overly peaty kind of taste to it, and I I think that really helps it pair well with this, uh, because there's there is that smoky aspect of this, but it's not near as the the Latakia 
smokiness is not nearly as strong in this as it is in some of the other bloods that we've had. And as you mentioned that, I was expecting like a campfire because mm -hmm. some Latakia. Yeah, that's has a, that campfire note. Quite a bit of smoke too, to mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this is a well-balanced blend. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's been some time since I've enjoyed a pipe. Um, I'm really enjoying this. I, and that, if it was much more fuller bodied, or mm -hmm. I would still enjoy it. But this it's surprising. Mm. Very well made. Yep. Yeah, very good stuff. I've had my eye I mean, on that, but now I'm going to You could pull this off in that. the morning. Mm -hmm. Easily. Yeah. This would go great with a cup of coffee, mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. mm. So what, what's, our final, what's our final take on this? This is a, a very smooth, sweet, dry fruit, spicy blend it, it's uh it's hitting all the all the right notes for me mm. um that retro hail is just uh like they says pleasant but it's pleasantly spicy mm -hmm. and uh i'm absolutely giving it two thumbs up i love this yep well, two thumbs up for me too this is the retro hail is so pleasurable um only i'm a, i'm a huge fan of virginia's and that um, but it's nicely complemented with the Latakia. Mm. Um, and you get that smokiness with it. Uh, it's, it's such a well-rounded smoke. It's definitely going to be added to my bag tomorrow. What do you think there? Are you thinking maybe getting into pipes again? I might have been converted. Mm. No, I enjoyed it when I got into it. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, you know, sometimes they just things just go away and, you, and I couldn't find them. Mm. No, I found them. <laughs> um, no, You're welcome. I have like nine, eight or nine pipes, mm. mainly Petersons, uh, mm. throughout the years of doing events and things. Sure. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm definitely going to get back into it. Uh, it's relaxing. Yeah, it's it's relaxing to me. And uh, also, I, the advantage of it is versus cigars. <clears throat> you know, when you commit to a robusto or a Churchill, it's going to be a while. Yeah. And it's not something you're going to put down and then five hours later relight or the next day. Mm. At least with a pipe, you're able to, if you have to go do something, you, you can come back to it. Yeah. A little, little refluff and tamp and, and, and then light it and, it and it continues down through the bowl. And mm -hmm. relighting a pipe is not the same anathema as relighting a cigar. It's, it's intoxicating. It's Word of the day. You anathema. Can I know people that will. Right? What get, is that? Get their. <laughs> get their pipe lit and you know get that char going on the top and then they'll let it sit for hours before they light it up because and and you come back and light it up and it you know goes right up because that char is right there and the flavors mm. are have intensified and and <coughs> yeah and, you know you do that to a cigar and you can really ruin it ruin it <laughs> You know, yep. I, oh, don't, yeah. I don't. I don't yeah. understand. I never relight. You know, cigars. But I can. Re you can. You can get halfway through a bowl, and if you have to leave and come back to it, yeah. fifteen minutes, half an hour, an hour, two hours later, it's still really enjoyable. Mm. It's it's <coughs> if and, not per more so. Yeah, if not more so. So you know, I really enjoy that about pipes, yep. and I I enjoy, I enjoy one of the things that I enjoy about pipe smoking is is you know when when you are enjoying a cigar like that that the Yamastron um, the uh, you know you're enjoying somebody else's work and you can appreciate it and love it, it, it that was a fantastic cigar mm. totally top notch 
but with a pipe because you are you know especially in a case like this breaking the tobacco apart to how you want it in your pipe right. and packing it how you want it in your pipe in a size that's you know tall and thin wide and narrow just a lot a little you're now brought into the process of creating what you're smoking mm -hmm. and so mm. it becomes just as much something that so you're personal. doing as well as you know so you're like joining in the work that was mm. created for the pipe tobacco yeah. and i i like that i like that aspect of the the creativity of of being able to be involved in the process yeah, yeah. that's a good point and also when people purchase pipes the pipes sell themselves. Mm. Um, you know, it's not. It's not a question of saying this pipe. This pipe is going to be better than that. Or right. It, you, you have to put them out and pick them up and play with them, and you yeah, make your fine. own. You make your own decision. Yeah. 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 You know, I. Or cigars, you might be swayed. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Someone says, "Oh, that's a much better brand," or this or that. Mm. Pipes don't fall into that at all. No, the they, pipe. They the pipe will have whatever you the, want in it. Yeah, and you could have five hundred on a table, and <clears throat> someone will spend an hour at a show or your shows you do, and just go around, pick it up, and then and then they'll come back and buy it. It's right. A, I always enjoyed selling pipes here. We sell, you know, a fair amount. Yeah, uh, sure. Up until the level of now, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, Way to go, Dan. But it would. It was. It, I always enjoyed the <laughs> pipe smoker that came in mm -hmm. because you knew they knew what they're doing, mm. like automatically. So the sale uh, aspect was is subtle. Yep. Here's our collection. Uh, we can order pipes, and mm. then we have these tobaccos. Uh, let me know if you'd like to try any pipe tobacco. Mm. I, I, this is my new favorite blend. Then the person will try it. We used to have the test pipes here, and yep. Um, yep. It, it's 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 much more unique than cigars, I, uh, albeit tobacco. But right, it's right. interesting to see how the uh, yeah, it's it's just a very different thing. Yeah. you know, it's it's and I, I, um, I don't people, know many people think also. that uh, that I uh, you know I'm just I've I've become the pipe guy, and that's not really true. Mm -hmm. I've I've always been a pipe guy, but I have also always been a cigar guy. I like both and I mm. do both and I've smoked both very regularly for the last 20 years of my life. Mm. I wouldn't give either of them up. It's there's there's something that you can't, you know, there there are tastes and smells and experiences that you cannot get outside of a cigar. And there's tastes and smells and experiences that you can't get outside of a pipe. And uh, it, I just enjoy both of those ways of, of getting tobacco. You know, I, I've, I've said it uh, probably on the show too. But you know, it's it's like wine and scotch. I like both. Mm. Sometimes I'm in the mood for one. Sometimes I'm in the mood for the other. There's not. I'm, it's not like I'm going to just end up drinking one kind of thing. It's what are you in the mood for? What do you have the time for? What what tastes are you looking to, to create? I think that's one of the the other special things about it. It's like, you know, when you're getting into, like, the the filling of the pipe, the tamping it, the lighting it, the retamping, that's all part of the personal, intimate relationship you have with the tobacco is mm -hmm. getting it right where you want it. Mm -hmm. And that's something you cannot 
get from a cigar. You are getting what the personification of what that person made, which in itself is like a great thing, mm -hmm. but the personality of a pipe is something special in itself. And that's, that's why I like it. Well, this tobacco gets two thumbs up from me. I think it's an incredible blend. Um, it's yeah, fantastic. very smooth, very well balanced. It's got a lot of nuance going on. There's a lot of uh, subtle complexity in this blend that I really appreciate. Much like the subtle complexity mm. in the uh, um, Yamastron. And... Um, I'm really appreciating this. Great tobacco, you should try it. Yep. You have been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twin Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thank you for listening, and that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. <laughs>